Hello everyone, Angela Peart here and welcome to the Women's Utilities Network One for All podcast, our corner of the world where we will be talking all things utilities, careers and everything in between, equipping you with the knowledge and skills you need to build a long and lasting career. Enjoy! Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the One for All podcast. My name is Joanna Bogdan, and I'm one of the advocates at Women's Utilities Network. And today I'm joined by Louise Parry, Director of People and Organization Development at Energy and Utility Skills. Louise has also recently joined the One Board, which is a really exciting news for us all. So welcome, Louise, and really delighted to have you here. Thank you, Joanna. Really nice to be here. <laughs> Louise, you have appeared on one of our podcasts in the past. I think from memory, it was actually about the same time last year. Uh, and I'm sure our listeners found it really insightful. But for those of us who have not had a chance to you know, tune in, could you remind us about your background and uh, just tell us a little bit more about yourself? I can't believe it's about a year ago. Where, where has that <laughs> yeah. time gone? <laughs> yeah, times are, are a bit different again now. A little bit about me. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mum of three daughters, one of which is is starting her GCSEs tomorrow. So that's proven to be a, an interesting challenge at the minute. I, I grew up in Liverpool. So I grew up in a, a part of Liverpool called Nosley. So one of the, the most deprived wards I, I now understand in, in England. But very unclear as to what I wanted to do for, for some time. So I, I did a business degree, started to specialise in, in HR towards the end and, and started out a, a career in a graduate programme and started out in commercial and decided I definitely didn't want to work in commercial or sales and then had various placements in employee communications, PR, and then ended up in what was personnel back then. And, and actually, when I look back on my career, some of those most fundamental points in, in my career happened during that grad program. I, I got seconded a couple of times and I didn't want to do it. I, I got seconded to a change program and was really enjoying the day job that, that I had and didn't want to do it. And some wise counsel and I now would understand them to be a sponsor of mine really encouraged me to, to do that. So I was about nine months into a graduate program and got the opportunity to, to work with the board and, and a consultancy organisation on organisational change of an organisation that supported 10,000 people at that point. So when I look back at it, it was a really exciting opportunity, but the, the young, slightly naive, maybe 24, 25 year old I was, was quite adamant I didn't want to do it. So I'm, I'm really pleased so early on in my career to have had that first of, I expect, a, a number of sponsors. So I did that, ended up in a regional role, so a regional operations role. I work for an organisation that supports disabled people. So very early on in my career, had had the real interest in, in inclusion. So that was very much around disabled people and looking after the, the support of, of individuals wanting to get into work right across the, the West Midlands. And then ended up coming back into corporate functions in, into HR towards my, my latter time in that organisation. Then worked for myself for a little while. And about 11 years ago, just over 11 years ago, I joined the utilities industry working for energy and utility skills. I, I thought I'd, I'd be working here for about 18 months. I thought, what is there about mm -hmm. utilities? It's going to keep me here for a long time. I genuinely thought it would be about 18 months. And we, we have members right across the energy and utilities industry. We're a member organisation 
and, and we develop a, a, a lot of the the schemes that will be well known, particularly in areas like water, so national water hygiene and shear courses, but also the quality assurance of training provision and, and also of employers and providers across the, the sector. And also the development of apprenticeship standards, delivery of endpoint assessment. But, but my role and, and the reason I'm still here, yes, the, the utilities industry, absolutely, it, it's got a secure future. The role it's going to be playing in delivering that zero is fast. But my role, it, it, it's not a traditional HR role. It's not a HR leadership role as, as I've experienced in the past. So whilst my role is predominantly all things people, it's also health and safety, it's business continuity, it's, it's well-being. It's, it's also recognising that as a skill organisation, that our members have three key priorities. They have priorities very much around skills and, and skills levy and ensuring that the, the sector has the skills it needs for the future. But it also has diversity and inclusion at the very heart of its three priorities. So I also get the what I see as an amazing opportunity to influence inclusion across the energy and utilities industry. And in doing so, back in 2019, we established the inclusion commitment We've got 50 organisations from across the sector signed up to that. And, and that's very much around the sector working together to, to drive change, to, to share best practice and, and also to measure progress. So whilst we can see that there's, there's some progress being made, we can also see that women still only make up 19% of the energy and utilities workforce. And, and it's in that space that, that I came across Women's Utilities Network. Great, that's that's really interesting, and yeah, quite a you know varied career, and I'm definitely hundred percent sure you will be a great addition to the team, and you'll bring a lot to to one. Um, I'm really interested to actually uh, hearing uh, more about that. What was your motivation, or what, why did you decide to to join one? Oh, there's there's many reasons. First and foremost, I, I can see firsthand. I'm a woman, but from working across the sector, I can see the inclusion challenges that, that our sector is, is facing. I've just mentioned that I think it's 19% of, of the workforce is women. But what, what we can also see energy and utility skills, we have energy and utilities jobs. So I can see I think it's 48% there or thereabouts of, of the visits to that website are from women. And, and in some of the work that we've done around measurement, I, I can then see that only 23% of, of applicants are women. So we can see this great level of, of interest. But why, why is it that, that women are, are then choosing not to join the industry? Mm. And we can see some progress. There's, there's been a number of female chief executives appointed to water, for example, in, in the last couple of weeks. But, but when you look in, in the main at directors and, and senior officials across the, the industry, the numbers of women go, go down again. So, I mean, it's, it's something like 19% of professional occupations are, are taken up by, by women and smaller numbers again in, in those director and, and senior official roles. I've, I've seen firsthand a, a the impact that a network can have, I can see firsthand just getting the, the industry together to talk about inclusion and, and the impact that's having. Lots of the opportunities I've had, my, my career opportunities have come around because I've been part of a network or that I've built a network around me. So that, that sponsor that I talked about or sponsors that 
very early on have encouraged me and, and the importance of keeping that network in, in your own organisations and, and in the wider, whether that be in, in the industry or whether that be in your particular profession. So I've seen the the, the real opportunities that being part of a network can, can bring in. I'm also a mentor. So one of the things on the junior utility skills did do a few years back was to sponsor me to become an exec sponsor, exec mentor and exec coach. So being able to do that, you have the experience of being mentored and coached. And again, I can see firsthand and definitely from my own personal progression, the impact that's had. And then moreover, I've attended some one events and Mm -hmm from doing so it, it's the buzz that you hear and and, and feel in in the room and obviously we've we've not had many in-person events in in recent past so to be able to see the google event a few weeks ago and see the network back physically together is fantastic and in attending some of those events i think my first one i met one at british water they they held a, a women in water event and and i met a couple of the founders there and and it's from there that we've we've started a discussion and i could see how one aligns yes with with my professional goals and, and what i'm doing in in my inclusion space but it very much aligns with what I'm passionate about, that that early access to making a difference in, in the workplace. Um, my personal goals about supporting people to, to be the best that they can be. Hugely passionate about influencing change, hugely passionate about supporting women in their careers. And if we can say that's an obvious choice, that was the obvious choice as to, to why I joined one, what it's an opportunity I couldn't refuse really. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. Um, so, Louise, you mentioned you have several years of experience working in the industry, but also in other sectors as well. Um, so, obviously, given your experience, we are all delighted that you decided to, to join one. But if you could maybe pick three, top three, top five skills or whatever it is, what do you feel you are bringing to, to one? Well, there's the, the the people hat, my my coach mentor hat. I, it, it's my experience of, of of a woman working in the industry. The the, the skills, the, the network that I can access. So it was a real great example. A couple of weeks ago, one of my colleagues is is a mentor. She was working with someone in the water sector. They were were trying to open some doors and I've been able to leverage my network to open some doors for that individual. And and hopefully now they're they're getting the support from their employer to to get to the career goals that they're working towards. It's bringing those skills to to one, the the experience, um, the mentoring and and, and also the the passion that that's what I believe I I can bring to, to one. That's great. Yeah, well, I have no doubt you will do a great job and you're a great addition. To I'm really looking forward to, to working with you over the next months. Um, um, just a final question, maybe. I know it's still early days, but do you have any initial maybe reflection or thoughts on how you'd like to see one progressing or evolving over the next months? That's a, a great question. There's there's so much opportunity in, in the energy and utilities industry. And on, on one hand, I, I, I can see that with the, the day job and, and, and knowing that there's over 200,000 vacancies. And I can see 
in, in part the skills and the, the opportunities that are coming through for, for women. So whether that be in cyber, whether that be in AI, whether that be in, in the many new roles that are going to be created because of our role in net zero. And we probably don't know what those roles are, are going to be yet. But what we do know is there's an amazing opportunity for, for women working within the utilities industry. So it, it's knowing on one hand that those opportunities are there. How how can one help join up women to, to accessing those opportunities? It, it's amazing to see the, the virtual events continuing and that blended approach to, to one. But having experienced at least a couple so far, that buzz in the room, getting, getting some of that, the, the face-to-face events back. Um, but also presence in, in wider events. So we've just seen the, the connection. So where we have a, a range of, of company members, how we can work with some partners as well to mm-hmm. extend the reach of, of Women's Utilities Network. And we've just partnered with, with Mosul in, in that respect. And, and they've got a lot of women who, who work within the industry that they work with. So how, how we can leverage those partnerships, how we can work with organisations with common interests that, that wouldn't have, but it's how we can have, it, it's those events, you, you can't beat those events, but we're in a, in a different world to where we were when I first came across one, very early days, how do we have that, that blended presence and, and really join up women working in the utilities industry with those opportunities we know are around the corner? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, thank you. Um, so Louise, well, that was my, my final question. Um, many thanks for joining us. It's been a really insightful episode. And as I said, we are really delighted that you have joined one. So thank you again and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you, Joanna. To our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode. If you have enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or like on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back soon with some amazing speakers sharing their insights and experience. So please stay tuned and spread the word.